you're supposed to be translating for me. Come on, make me make sense. <laughs> I brought the feelings and the conspiracy. You bring the intelligence. Oh, God. It's a lot of pressure. Welcome to We Used to Be the Smart Kids. I'm Eric. And I'm Carolyn. And about a week ago, I was on a late night YouTube binge, as you do. As you do. And I pulled up Susan Boyle's performance from 2008-2009 time frame. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you know Susan Boyle? Uh, I'm familiar, but please enlighten me. Oh, I was going to have you tell me, just for shits oh. and giggles. So this frumpy old lady gets up in front of this crowd of thousands Everyone's like, oh, this is going to be one of the comedy acts where she's just terrible. And then she belts out this amazing sound and gets famous from there and releases albums. Okay, yes. That, yeah, basically that's it. So she appeared on Britain's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want you to watch her audition and then just tell me what you think of it. Okay. And then just in case like people haven't heard of Susan Boyle, just like narrate maybe what you're saying. Okay. Watching the ad rolls. I can't stand this. I'm old enough to remember when YouTube was Oh, well, free. she's coming out looking all sassy. What does she look like? Uh, she looks like that aunt who brings the terrible macaroni and cheese every Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. It's got bacon in it for some reason. No one knows. She's trying to look sassy. Oh, people are giving her dirty looks from the audience. Like, what the fuck is this lady going to do? Oh, God, Piers Morgan. Everyone on this show has a punchable face. (laughs) And now she is just singing lovely, like a little angel. A little terrible macaroni cooking angel. People are standing up. Overjoyed that this woman can sing. <laughs> Isn't it astonishing? You can finish it if you want, or you can skip ahead, whatever you want to do. How far ahead am I skipping? Uh, just to what they say. Well, this song does go on, doesn't it? Yeah, she sings a fair amount of the song. Here's Morgan. Very surprised that Macaroni Ant can sing. Everyone was laughing at you. Everyone was laughing at you, the Susan Boyle story. They all hated you, Susan, but now, now we love you. Everybody's showing their asses. It was a privilege to listen to you. Oh, now Simon's flirting with her. Isn't that awkward? Yeah. It's so awkward. Simon Simon says that she's a tiger or something, and I don't know if it's like condescending or genuine. It's creepy. It's smarmy is what it is. Mm. Which is Simon Cowell's whole personality. Either smarmy or angry. He doesn't have an in-between days. Three yeses. Okay, she goes on. I don't think she won. I don't remember. I don't think it's pertinent to this. After this, she goes on to have quite the career. She gets better haircut. She does better makeup, better clothes. Doesn't come across as frumpy. Mm-hmm. I think at some point she struggles with her fame. That's also a rumor that I haven't bothered to fact check at all because i'm lazy i haven't dove down the tmz rabbit hole on susan boyle (laughs) she released a bunch of albums though anyway anyway 
I just want to talk about that audition. Okay. So number one, yes. this is this, this this comes to you in three parts. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll say three layers or three takes. The first take is that woman is a frumpy old hag. This is going to be a joke, and we're all going to laugh at her. Mm-hmm. And then when she can actually sing, we're like, "Oh wow, that's amazing! Isn't it so cool that like we got to listen to her?" Okay. So then the second take is what I, like the whole world came to realize a couple of years later, which is just, it was weird that we had such low expectations <laughs> and it was weird that we expected her to fail. And it was weird that just because she was like middle-aged, we didn't like her. Mm-hmm. We were expecting her to be a joke. Yeah. We were expecting her to be another William Hung. This is my third take uh-huh. that I came to. What if she did it on purpose? What if she frumped herself up? Yes. Because if you rewatch it, she like does this kind of smirk right mm-hmm. before she starts singing. And she's clearly a trained singer. She yes. knows she's good. Yeah. What if she has been trolling us all along? Wouldn't that just be the best thing in the world? <laughs> like, not only did we underestimate her, we way, 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 way underestimated her. Like, middle-aged women cannot be clever. Mm-mm. And just bringing her that far up in our esteem just made that more memorable for her. So she's clearly a genius. Yeah, what if she Lady gaga it? Because Lady Gaga was like an incredible singer but was getting literally no traction until she was like, you know what? I'm going to do publicity stunts. And then everybody <laughs> loved her. And then when mm-hmm. she was done, she stopped. Yep. I just okay. love the idea that Susan Boyle did it on purpose. This is the Susan Boyle Conspiracy Podcast. Basically. Part one. <laughs> Wait. I just want this podcast to be us throwing out wild and wilder Susan Boyle conspiracy theories. She's secretly Simon Cowell's mom. Did you know that? <laughs> and he's flirting with her because yeah. Simon Cowell's weird. Because of the British. So I think the biggest bit of evidence that she knew exactly what she was doing and did it intentionally is her song choice. Mm-hmm. I dreamed a dream. Yeah. Like it just makes you cry because you're like, you're such a ridiculous person. You have no chance of being successful, but oh, everybody has a dream. Mm-hmm. She clearly knows she can sing mm-hmm. because if you look at like her posture and the way like I she's w- coming out with a lot of confidence, which is supposed to be the the punchline for her. Oh, true. Yeah. See, this is what I want. This from is the you. hubris that she's trying to present. Yeah. That she and then she just backs it up. Possibly be Elaine Page. Yeah. So she's super well trained. She knows she's an incredible singer. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that. The world has given her nothing. She's yeah. got no bones her entire life, and probably because of the way she looks. Like, she's not... Yeah. I wouldn't say she's, like, ugly or anything, but she's she's very just, like, normal looking. She's a person who, if you saw her when she was younger, you'd know exactly how she was going to grow up. Tell me more. <laughs> you you would say that she was going to have an incredible singing voice and appear in Britain's Got Talent and no, go on her... to sell 19 million records? Yes, that's, that's exactly that's what, what I'm saying. That's what you would predict? When you saw her at the Burger King at 19, you just knew. That's Susan Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she has one of those faces that if you saw her when she was younger, you'd know it was, that's what she was heading. That's the face that she was going to have when she was 47. Honey, you've said literally nothing. So I think what you're saying is that because of the way that she looked, likely as a child, because you don't your appearance doesn't change that much until you learn how to contour. She just gave herself a little pat on the back right there for all the listeners at home. <laughs> that was super clever. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, I'm so charmed by myself. I can't remember what I'm Charmed saying. by her own wit. 
Right. So she was probably not a great looking child. And so when she said she wanted to be a wonderful singer, you'd probably be like, yeah, but no, though, because Mm -hmm. you have a face for radio. Good luck with your studio work. (laughs) But she found that one moment where she knew she'd be underestimated because all 40 something women are underestimated. I'm finding more evidence. Okay, I think this is a real conspiracy. I mean, it's it's real. It goes all the way to the fucking top. (laughs) So she was formally trained which we could guess just from watching her thing mm-hmm. but she'd also tried to get traction in the music industry before in the 90s the late 90s she used all of her money to professionally cut a demo and i guess it just didn't go anywhere yeah it looks like it just didn't go anywhere like mm-hmm. she sent it out to people and it just didn't didn't take yeah and that's not the image she's presenting she's presenting this lonely housewife who sang to the birds in her garden for so many years until someone told her Get on this show. They will be surprised. But no, this is someone who tried to be in the industry. This was someone's dream from a little girl onward, I'm guessing. She won a couple local singing competitions. She she sang at her local parish, and her mom urged her to go into Britain's Got Talent. Apparently, she considered going onto the X Factor, but backed out when she thought that people were being chosen for their looks. Mm-hmm. And so, almost backed out of Britain's Got Talent, but I think her... I mean, you're going up against a juggling dog. The novelty works. Mm-hmm. Uh, her vocal coach encouraged her to pursue Britain's Got Talent, so she mm-hmm. did go on Britain's Got Talent. So, I feel like there's more evidence for this theory. Like... I think that Susan Boyle was so appealing because when she came out on stage, it looked like she didn't know what she was doing, right? Mm-hmm. The hubris that you talked about. Yeah, and that like, it's you can see it kind of as a studied performance rather than her actually exhibiting those emotions. As an audience member, yeah. you're set up for, is it schadenfreude? Is that the word? Like the second I don't know how to pronounce it, but yes. Okay, that but that is the word where you're like... That's where you get joy out of other people's pain, yes. Yeah, okay, great, perfect. And then that being turned on its head is what makes that so incredible. Mm-hmm. Like that whole performance super incredible and yeah. the fact that she's saying a dream to dream because you're just like, oh, now I'm like, help me explain these emotions. Come on, Eric. You just but- hit them right in the feels. You you feel for Susan Boyle. You feel for, feel for her story rather than her talent. Her talent is there. Her talent is great. There are a million people who can sing. But spinning that story as you get on stage is what sold people on her. Right. Yes, that. Exactly. I mean, you jumped ahead. I was going to take us through it moment by moment to really look at how the conspiracy played out. But yeah, that, basically. Susan Boyle killed the queen, you know. (laughs) She performed for the queen at the queen's jubilee. She's playing the long game. I, but she was though like come on <laughs> i kind of want to watch this thing again for the eighth time <laughs> because i swear like she's doing it on purpose <laughs> like imagine if she'd come out and she didn't look as frumpy she mm-hmm. looked more put together and she had the audacity to look sheepish or like mm-hmm. meek I feel like people would like her, but they wouldn't love her. Right. Like there's something about the fact that you thought she was overconfident, but she's ugly. So then you think. I get to laugh at the yuggo. Which then like makes you more devoted to her Mm -hmm. because you've had like this turnaround. Yeah. You're emotionally invested in her now because you were tricked. If you had to change your mind, then everyone has to change their mind or else. Or else you were just being an idiot. Like, everybody's her little barking lapdog now. Yeah. Or her little guard dogs or something. Like, no one can make fun of Susan Boyle. Because I was going to make fun of Susan Boyle. And the fact that the judges just, like, straight up said 
insulting things mm-hmm. as a compliment. Yeah, it's like, like we were all ready to laugh <laughs> at you. Thanks, guys. <laughs> okay, so she did struggle with the fame. She ended yeah. up going into a psychiatric hospital between the end of Britain's Got Talent and then the tour that they did. But like, she still went on the tour. It was still her dream. Mm-hmm. She had to have known. Like, there's no way you study music this long. You try to break into the music business. Mm-hmm. You know not to go on X Factor because of your looks. Yes. She didn't want to go on Britain's Got Talent because she thought she was too old. Like, there's no way you have that much self-awareness and you don't <laughs> use it. Like, you'd have to use it. Mm-hmm. Susan Boyle was on the grassy knoll. <laughs> <laughs> she was the second shooter. Mm-hmm. She also helped stage the moon landing. Oh, that was her? She was the American flag. (laughs) (laughs) She was singing to make the American flag flap in the breeze. (laughs) And how is Susan Boyle such a good singer? Area 51, anyone? Was he at that or MKUltra? Susan Boyle was Q. There we go. I was just going to go to QAnon. Apparently, Stephen Colbert said of her, at the Grammys. So she mm-hmm. wasn't eligible for the Grammys. He said, you may be the coolest people in the world, but this year your industry was saved by a 48-year-old Scottish cat lady in sensible shoes. <laughs> Which was the persona she was going for. Even if it's not a persona, like yeah. even if it's genuinely her, I still feel like she gets points for knowing what she was doing yes. and like leaning into it. Mm-hmm. She played us, but she played us with our own prejudices because middle-aged women... What are they good for? Being moms, I guess. After that, they've just lost all their purpose in society on entertainment television. Baking cookies. Baking cookies. Yeah. <laughs> she, if so she you can be Paula a... Dean, but that's the only way you're getting on television. Well, until you say a bad word. Yes. Then you're getting kicked off television. Before that, just go hog wild with that butter. <laughs> so yeah, she took this whole perception that middle-aged women don't belong in this arena and she just turned that on its head and that's i feel what she really used i mean if the conspiracy theory is true and i think i'm gonna dig my heels in and even if susan boyle said no that's not what happened i'd be like but it is though Uh uh-huh because we're on to you you, susan you were treated this way your whole life so even if you didn't do it intentionally subconsciously you'd absorbed these biases and regurgitated them in this way that would benefit you Mm -hmm. see i'm never gonna you can tell me i'm wrong but i'm not wrong (laughs) I'm 100% right. Fuck you, Susan. (laughs) I, too, will be a middle-aged woman, and that means that I'm right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No one will care. (laughs) She's been crazy successful. Mm -hmm. Her last album was released in 2019, which I did not know, and she topped the UK and the US charts at the same time. Wow. What? And literally because of the Cinderella story. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's the thing that's propelled her. Like, is that's she why doing she's doing original in... music at all, or she's just doing standard covers? I think she's just doing covers, I think. Uh-huh. She did perform with Elaine Page. Good for her. Mute Your Heroes and Make Bank. I don't know who Elaine Page is. I don't either. I just know that that's who Susan Boyle wants to be. <laughs> so while she was there, she butchered her and made a skin suit. And because she's rich enough, she can get away with it. Let's just watch her and Elaine Page, because that's probably online. Yes. Susan Boyle audition is, like, very high on my YouTube suggestions. I wonder why that is. <laughs> All right, we're in the middle of a fire hazard. So it's a stage full of candles. Lots Or of... the third circle of hell, one or the other. Do you recognize that woman? That no. is apparently Elaine Page. Yes, I've seen... No, I have no idea who that is. 
I feel like I kind of recognize her. Is it because you've watched this video before? It's, it's possible. It could be. <laughs> or she's just got that generic British old lady face going for her. I think that's more likely. I don't like speak music, but like something about her voice is similar to Susan Boyle's. I don't think it's a preposterous comparison. Yep, she's got that range. She's got... I'm out of music terms. Go ask your husband. She's very emotive. She is. She is Hi, the- Susan! Susan emerges like My Michael Myers. queen. <laughs> I don't like the sound of that. Does that make me a bad person? Lane Page is just singing right at that camera. So Susan is singing, like, she's definitely on stage with her idol, and she's, like, singing to Elaine Page. Yeah. And dreaming about that sweet, sweet skin suit. Elaine is using her body a lot. Yeah. And Susan is very, very still when she sings. I feel Mm. like that could be a singing thing where you, like, have to support yourself, but it's not... It's not a performing thing. Yeah, she's a little stiff. Sure, we'll say a little stiff. She, she looks kind of like a paper doll. Like you could transpose her from her audition and she would be in the same position. This is all green screen. They just slapped her face on top of a mannequin. But there is like a ton of emotion in her voice. Yes. She's really emoting there, but there's just, there's nothing in her body. Oh, I feel that, Susan. Elaine Page is like, come on, work with me here. I'm going to flip my head a little to show emotion. Susan Boyle's like, I, I shake no. my head back and forth. I do love her voice, though. Like, I prefer her voice to Elaine Page's. Every time Elaine Page takes over, I'm like, please stop. Anyway, I'm done with this. Are you done with this? I'm done with this. I don't I don't think that Susan Boyle would have been as interesting to watch, especially if... See, this is more conspiracy evidence. Yes. See, if Susan had come out and been like, I am a good singer, you I, should pay attention to me, yes. you'd be looking for reasons to critique her, uh-huh. and her performance would be one of those main reasons. Like, she's just not compelling without her backstory. Her oh, voice no, is... She doesn't command the camera. Especially like with her done up like this, right? Yeah. She's not ugly, but she's not notable. Elaine Page has like hair that makes her stand out. Susan Boyle looks like a background character in her yes, own life. Exactly. Feels like a whole- <laughs> I feel bad <laughs> saying it. I too am a background character. That's why this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, coming soon to Patreon, the video version. Ew. <laughs> Everyone would weep. They'd be like, oh God, those guys. Oh, what is with that dude's beard? You do not want to know what the beard is hiding. <laughs> wow. Wow. First five years of our friendship, I did not have this beard, and now it all comes out. You're so lucky. <laughs> You're lucky I stuck around. Oh, honestly, yeah. As of 2021, she has sold 19 million records. Wow. They were going to make a stage musical about Susan Boyle with (laughs) Susan Boyle appearing as herself. Like, no wonder she had a mental breakdown. I just feel like, yes, you played everyone and you did a great job, but like, no one really needs that. Uh No No one needs the life and times of Susan Boyle. Boyle said she was originally upset by the show because she was not used to it and she called it surreal. But then she was like, okay, actually, it's clever and I enjoy it. (laughs) This woman probably has really interesting things to say about fame and stuff, but... I mean, I don't think she's going to say them, but... Well, no, because she's a frumpy Scottish cat lady, and they just know when to shut up and sit down. Fox bought the rights. 
the movie rights to her life and to the musical, the musical that is called I Dreamed a Dream. What? Coming soon on Disney Plus. We love so much the idea that she just happened into this fame. Mm -hmm. Like, I really feel like if people thought of her as someone who had engineered this moment, they wouldn't love her. They have to believe that it's this genuine woman who like doesn't know what she's doing and i also feel like if she'd come out and been like i have been trained to sing for since i was like six or whatever yeah. it wouldn't have become the same thing they would and be like super annoyed oh you have a great voice but too bad the packaging's off and it's not like this was her first time singing for the show she had to go through a bunch of other non-tv judges to get there she's been prepped she knows she's good they're presenting her as one of the favorites because she's going on stage and she's one of the good ones or she's a joke. Or she's a joke, but right. she knows that she's got talent, which is why she's on Britain's Got Talent. Uh-huh. And she knows what they're setting up for because she's seen the fucking show before, I'm sure. She's seen reality TV before. She knows what people like her are up there for. Like she's playing into the metatextual ideas of the show. How idiotic do we have to be to think that this is a flash in the pan moment. It'll never happen again. I think that's the thing with the show, though. We all have to collectively ignore the fact that all of these people have been extensively vetted because we all want to, like, experience the feeling of discovering them together. Right. The thing that, like, rockets them into that are the sob stories. They all have their video packages pre-planned. This isn't just a spur of the moment. Oh, and my mother died the sob stories have been heavily critiqued already that like you have to have a sob story to Mm -hmm. be successful on the show but when you that's just what makes them memorable like when you read the youtube comments which of course i do i always read the comments those are the people that like stick out Mm -hmm. so there was a woman who was dying of cancer i think she was 19 she was very young she went by nightbird and she sang and everybody loved her they thought she was amazing you have to remember grace vanderwall uh like the teen poppy girl no she wasn't even a teen ukulele yeah i don't even think she was a teenager she was so 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 young and technically she had no drama but i just feel like being a talented child is a story it's part talent part story and that's what gets you through these things yes and then there was um a blind autistic singer who sang incredibly well and like did very poorly on stage like they cut it in the when they aired the episode but they had to stop the show when he was doing a live performance so that he could gather himself because they Mm -hmm. didn't think that he was going to be able to do it. I don't think that it's inherently exploitative, but it does feel dirty. And I wish I could parse exactly what the dirty is because I think that's also what's happening with Susan Boyle here. Because they're selling the people rather than the talent when the show is predicated on talent. Yeah, like you're not selling the person though. You're selling the trope of ugly middle-aged woman. Yeah. Or you're selling the trope of like, oh boy, this blind autistic person has a skill. They can be useful to society (laughs) when they like entertain me. It's about like what this person who you've already judged really harshly and who if they don't have a talent has earned that disdain from you, like what they can give to you. Right. It's not about their life or their experience it's just like can you entertain me in this minute that you have on stage okay yeah so like if you if you were just gonna put this together in a really quick parcel give it to me what what do you think of the susan boyle conspiracy the susan boyle conspiracy is she is playing on the emotions of others to advance herself with her admittedly excellent talent but she wouldn't have gotten anywhere if she had not Tugged your emotions like little harp strings before she got on stage. So Susan Boyle, crafty Scottish cat lady.
All right. Well, this was We Used to Be the Smart Kids yelling about Susan Boyle and her many, many murders. She was the Zodiac Killer. I fucking knew it. for listening our intro music is from tim beak you can find him at timbeak.com and our outro music is by one man symphony and you can find them at one man symphony.com 